guys. This is Brent with the Brent Lamb Podcast. It's another Monday. Hells, how you doing? I'm good. Good. I'm hungry. I ordered us some food. <laughs> What's going on with you? Well, let's see. The weather's finally fall-like in Texas. Took us long enough. Texas, 10 months. Yeah. Um. So that's exciting. And, oh, I got a new car. Oh. Yes, I did not ask for a new car or need a new car. <laughs> but, Josh just loves you that much. Oh, yes, totally. No, I got backed into at the library parking lot, and apparently my insurance decided that my car wasn't worth fixing, so they just wrote me a check and said, get a new car. Woohoo! So, yes, it's exciting. Yay, yay, everybody clap. But um, also, I liked my car, and... It was in fine condition and worked and was paid off. So mm, sketchy, feels sketchy. So we got a new car, but it's very fancy and it, it's got like the the rear camera, backup camera thing, oh, wow. and um, it doesn't have a shifter. <laughs> it's buttons. There's like a an, button with like a P and then yeah, like R. a part like to park you just push a button and like reverse you push a button drive like does it fly <laughs> right does it i kind of feel like it feels like a spaceship like you just press all these buttons to make it go i don't know it's very weird i mean it's cool but and it's a nicer car so the, the most important question though is like how's the stereo oh right that was the first thing i checked but honestly you know what i was sad about it does not have a cd player and i am a cd person like i still go by a CD, and I like to have them in my car, especially. Would you like a Brent Lamb CD? Oh my gosh, I have. I had some because the kids were listening in the car, which that was a whole other thing. Explaining to the kids, like, oh, your mom is like old school, and most people don't have CDs. But you know, that's how we introduced music to them. So Emery would always, like, whenever we were going somewhere, she'd run downstairs with the CD in her hand and say, can we listen to this in the car? So she doesn't, they don't know that music is like on my phone or supposed to be on my phone. I don't do that. So I, I don't know. It's been, it's been a learning curve, but it's very nice and I'm thankful and it's pretty. <laughs> yeah. I, my, my truck is a 2010. Okay. And I have a CD player, but I, I've only used it maybe three times. Oh, man. I love CDs. I love going and buying the physical CD and then putting it in my car. I, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but anyways, I guess welcome to 2021. I've got music on my phone, apparently, people. <laughs> You've moved up in the world without a CD player in oh, your car. Oh, man. Well, like I think on the first episode, we talked about how cassettes are back. And now... Even since then, it's even more popular. Like, if you go to Urban Outfitters, which I know you do all the time, Dad. I go <laughs> weekly. <laughs> no, but they have current artists. Like, they are putting their... I don't think they're doing, like, the whole their whole record, but, like, their singles are on a cassette. So Urban, they have vinyl, and then they have cassettes now. Urban Outfitters. What, yeah. what could I buy there? Cassettes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you walked right into that wow, one. Wow, I walked <laughs> right into that. Oh my gosh. Oh <laughs> I my was gosh. thinking other than like is that a clo is it a clo store? Yeah, it's like it's really hip 
clothing that I mean, <laughs> that's normal, why I don't know about. Right. It. Well, I can't even wear what they sell if there. If it's but. not cowboy boots and Wranglers, I don't. no, 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 no. <laughs> Anyways, oh my gosh, so that's what's new in my life. So, what are we talking about this week? What's on your mind? Well, a lot of people enjoyed the interview with Pa, as I call him, mm-hmm. but your, my your dad, dad. Yeah. Bill Lamb. You got <laughs> Mr. Lamb, but you guys got to tell some cool stories and reminisce and I really enjoyed listening to it but one of the stories you told was about getting your car stuck (laughs) as a teenager and I was like oh my gosh that happened to me (laughs) yeah I I it, it was really cool to to get to ask my dad like what what are highlights or low low points in my life as a kid you know when I disobeyed or whatever and he brought up the that's so funny the thing I just started driving and uh, so if you haven't heard the story you, you you need to go back and listen to that that episode it's it is crazy that that happened to me and I did that just deliberately disobeyed him yeah and and then a few years ago well, it's been a while. It's been, been a, a while. decade, more than a decade ago. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, when too. I was sixteen, well, I didn't get a car when I turned sixteen. I got a Kawasaki. essentially a golf cart. Kawasaki Mule. It, yeah, it was a retired Walmart security cart. Exactly. That was awesome. But I remember, like, on my sixteenth birthday that morning, you guys handed me a little box, and I opened it up, and it was a key question mark <laughs> kind of a key yeah like every 16 year old you know on their birthday thinking i wonder if i'm gonna get a car you know and i opened this little box and and there was this little <laughs> i knew it wasn't a car key so i was like what is it's this? a lawnmower <laughs> <laughs> really that's what it looked like anyways but so that's what i drove and we lived in teeny tiny town hume lake and there was not much to do you guys so i would go quote off-roading which (laughs) just in the mountains out in big you know meadows or whatever and um was out there with some friends I guess or was I by myself friends and um driving around and (laughs) I mean that thing probably didn't go fast how fast do you think it went Uh, probably 10 or 15 miles. yeah it's yeah but I thought it was awesome and my friends thought it was cool so we would go riding around anyways we went out into this like big dirt area you had trails and stuff that yeah and i was like i don't take this thing off roading and there was this big dip and i think i had done it already once and made it out Mm -hmm. and so i was that's what we were doing and going over these jumps or whatever oh my gosh i need to find a picture of that cart so we can (laughs) show them what we're talking about but anyways there was this big like divot yeah i think it was a creek bed but there wasn't water yeah it was dry and it was just this big i mean like a u-shaped little ditch yeah and i went down and did not come back up (laughs) (laughs) i mean just stuck like you know head first and i was like oh man and there were no cell phones. We didn't have, oh, no. well, we didn't have phones or phone service. We were in the so forest. I was like, what am I going to do? So I walked to Jane's house. She was not home, and I just went in. Uh, <laughs> another, 
you know, perk of mountain living. But I went in and I used her phone and you were very calm and called and, and said, Dad, I got, um, her name was Alice, by the way, my cart. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the mule was yeah. Alice. I yeah. said, I got Alice stuck. And he said, where are you? And I said, out past wagon train, out in the dirt somewhere. And he's like, all right, we'll just sit tight and I'll, I think he said, like, I'll get there when I can get there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, great, now I'm just going to sit out here and <laughs> wait for my dad. So we hung up, and I walked back to to where I was stuck and just stood there kind of waiting. And it took you a while. You weren't in any rush to get out there. But you came pulling up in, in your Suzuki. Jeep, yeah. Yeah. And I was like so nervous. I just could not tell over the phone how you were going to be. I mean, you didn't seem mad, but also I was like, is this, you know, he's not mad on the phone, but when he gets here, is he going to be mad? You know. What are poss- what are the possible privileges I could lose? <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, I was very nervous as you were pulling up. Um, but you got out and you didn't really say much, but I could tell like you weren't mad. But I was just like, oh, man. I mean, I don't like any kind of conflict or, I mean, <laughs> like, keep the peace, baby. So I was just like, oh, God, you know, what are we going to do? And you got it pulled out pretty pretty easily. Yeah, I got straps. and I Yeah, straps pulled it pulled out, out and, you know, kind of looked at me and said, here, you know, like, here you go or whatever. And I just remember looking at you and I finally just said, like, why aren't you mad? Like, aren't you mad? And um, he just said, no, because I did the same thing when I was 16. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, I was thankful. But so then that's that's the first time I think I even heard of your story. What goes around comes around, I guess. Yeah. We're free to make choices, but we're not free to choose the outcome of those choices. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so funny in parenting now. I mean, I haven't had anything as, you know, mirrored as that story and i know you have another story with the boys yeah i i me and my dad were talking about this too on you know when i was there and with him i got a bb gun when i was in the sixth grade that's smart (laughs) well it yeah it's it can be smart if you use it (laughs) to teach people responsibility i had it but dad wouldn't let me load a bb in it into it until he could go out with me and we would shoot targets yeah so i had it it was a crossman 760 power master i totally know what that is yeah i think it's like urban outfitters (laughs) 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 so uh yeah it was a crossman 760 power master and what it the way it worked it was air forced rifle so you could pump Yes. pressure into the rifle and we used to you know i don't think it's true but we used to say you pump it up 10 times it's as strong as a 22 caliber <laughs> rifle i don't think that's possible but i began to pump that thing once or twice and i would walk by my sister or my little brother <laughs> and and pull the trigger where it would blow their hair up because i knew yeah. there was no bb's in it right and this particular afternoon, I pumped it up a couple of times, and I walked by my brother and pointed it at his face, oh my gosh. which is 
That is like the number one rule right. of any <laughs> firearm. You don't point any gun any anywhere that you don't intend to shoot at. Right. And I pulled the trigger, and when he, when I did, my little brother flinched a little bit and grabbed his face and ran to the half bath that was downstairs in the den area. And I looked over, and he, there was just blood coming out of his mouth. Oh, my gosh. And I'm a sixth grader, so, so he was a third grader. And I remember I was talking to Dad about this. I ran to the steps and opened the door that went upstairs to you know the rest of the house where Dad was. And all I yelled was, Dad, I shot Bo in the face. <laughs> well, that house was a split level, and I just... All I heard was two steps, and Dad was down those stairs. Oh, my gosh. So I do remember Dad not being calm the way I was when, <laughs> when you. Dad was not well, very calm. Well, a different situation, yeah. And I had shot him at an angle in the lip, in his top lip. And, of course, his, that's, you know, his lip was bleeding. So Sorry, but so somebody put a BB in it? What? All, all I can remember is that Bo eventually, my, my brother Bo, said that he was messing with it. and Oh, he had done it. He had put two BBs in the chamber. Oh. So they had, they had to take him and get surgery and oh get this BB out of his mouth. And then a week or two later, my dad told the story when I was with him. We were sitting in church, and Bo laid his head in Mom's lap. And she was rubbing his face while his head was in her lap and she felt another, another BB oh my that was up closer to his eye. And of course she's freaking out. She's trying to whisper during the sermon yeah. to dad, there's a BB in his cheek. And then she, he's like, what? You know? And so anyway, yeah, they had to go and they have surgery. So, oh my gosh. so I shot my brother in the face with a BB gun. And that's something that we, Later, as adults, have laughed about, you know, it's like, why would you shoot your brother in the face? Like, I thought it was just air. He he got the gun that he wasn't supposed to touch, and he put mm -hmm. two BBs in the chamber. Fast forward, years later, your brothers are 10 or 12. I don't know how old they were. Yeah, I think junior high. Junior high. I bought them for their birthday that same <laughs> Crossman 760 Power Master BB gun. Oh, my gosh. They each got one. And I taught them how to use it and taught them safety and all that stuff. And they're out back of our property where there were woods and they were bird hunting with those BB guns. And the story, the original story we got was that Hayden shot and it ricocheted off a tree and hit Hunter in the face. Right. We found out later that wasn't true. Mm -hmm. The <laughs> truth was that Hayden did exactly what I did to my brother, shot him point blank. But the, here's the crazy story. Here's the crazy part of that story. I was building my second recording studio, literally driving nails and screws and building it. Yeah. And I had a business partner and a, a friend who we wrote songs together. J.B. Rudd was his name. And I am, we're building this studio, our, our first little place that we had leased office space and we were soundproofing walls and stuff yeah i mean we literally built a room inside a room we're building that and i am telling him the story of when i shot my little brother with a bb gun and 
while I'm telling him that story, the phone rings. We had already hooked the phone up, and it was your mom. And she said, Hayden just shot Hunter in the face with a BB gun. <laughs> and I, I remember that just freaking me out a little bit because yeah. I was telling him the story I had done that. It was the very same story. Yeah. It was the very same story. So it's like I, I, I sometimes wonder about time and all that kind of stuff. It's like, okay, my dad you know, gives me permission to go driving and I go exactly where he said, don't go. And I got it stuck. And, and, you know, for for the listeners that have heard that episode, you've, you've heard the story and then the same thing happens to you. And then me shooting my brother with a BB gun. And while I'm telling somebody the story, it happens again with, with, with my sons. Right. Just, it's crazy. I know. It's so bizarre. The only thing I can so far with my kids is Emery not wanting to have her picture taken and crying in a lot of pictures. Um, yeah, that sounds familiar. I did that a lot. I know. In, in fact, I, when we look at pictures sometimes, it's either me and your mom and your brothers, but it's after you were born because yeah. you refused to not be in, in the, the picture. And then if you are in the picture, your nose and your eyes are all red where you've been crying, crying. saying no. Yep. Or my face is like buried in someone's shoulder. You can't even so, see me. It's like, yeah, you see all that little one with all the hair. Yeah, yep. that's Haley. That's me. And Emery did that for a while. She's out of it now. And it was like the family joke because anytime we're like, let's take a picture, and Emery would freak out, and everyone's like, oh, here we go, Haley, all <laughs> over again. Like, oh my gosh, I'm never gonna live it down. But can I tell you one thing? It doesn't have to do with parenting, but something. <laughs> I was telling the story about having. Okay. Anyways. This is my story like that. One time I was getting gas and I had left it unattended and was like, man, it's really taking a long time. And I come out and there's just gas like spewing everywhere and it hadn't like shut off. And it was super embarrassing, like a terrible moment for me, like mortified, you know, had to like get it all cleaned up and pay like all this extra money and it was just a mess anyways so years later I'm telling that story as I'm getting gas with some friends in the car I'm like oh this one time I was getting gas and it didn't shut off like it didn't do the automatic shut off when it was full and gas like spewed every I tell them this whole story literally like standing next to the car they're sitting in the car still I'm standing outside telling them this story And I look over and there's gas spraying everywhere. It did it again. And this was like a decade apart. As I'm telling the story, it's spraying everywhere. And they like, they're like, did you do that? You know, like for dramatic effect. I'm like, (laughs) no, like help me. I can't get it turned off. But it's just, it is such a weird feeling because you're like, you know, I'm telling the story and it's happening. Yeah. It's like, what, what is happening in the, in the world right now, I the know. universe is You've so got to think that God is just like laughing, like, yeah, get a load of this. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, it's uh, weird things happen sometimes. So if you have weird stories, we'd love to hear them. Totally. Yeah, you can email us at brentlampodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram is brentlampodcast. And then on Facebook, it's just brentlampmusic. Let us know, and any any Brent Lamb stories or topics you want to hear about, let us know, and please subscribe and share and tell your friends. And For real. We would like to entertain and 
encourage and help anybody. So if you know, know somebody that you think would enjoy the podcast, please share it with them and tell them about it. And we would love to just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, and we hope you have a great week. We'll see you next week. All right. Love you. <laughs> Love you. <laughs>